Hello, hello. Me again. We're going to go over some more uh, Southern lingo definitions today. We're going to talk about some of the uh, some of the more commonly used ones. And like I said in the last one, eventually we'll be going uh, specifically into different states and going over some of what they say and some of the things you'll only hear in that state. And that's going to be a lot of fun. So. Let's go ahead and get started with these. Sick as a dog. Sick as a dog, is, which means extremely sick, dates back to at least the 17th century. Anytime you hear someone say that they are sick as a dog, that means they're extremely sick. It is also not so much a negative or it is simply descriptive. A term used to describe being incredibly under the weather, which generally includes nausea and vomiting. So there you go. If you're talking to somebody on the phone and they're like, <coughs> oh, I can't come today, I'm sick as a dog. That means they're, you, they're probably going to be sick, they're probably going to be vomiting, can't hardly get out of the house. Don't hold water. Something that is not logical, defensible, or valid, usually pertaining to a statement or an argument. If you're talking to somebody and they've got a, something that they're talking about that just doesn't make any sense, well, the first thing you're going to say, well, that doesn't hold water. Okay, that's what that means. That doesn't hold water. Knee high to a bullfrog, grasshopper, or a duck. Okay. It's generally used when explaining the age or age differences. Examples of how it's used is, I've known you since you were knee high to a bullfrog. Oh, honey, I've been running this office since you were knee-high to a grasshopper. And what it means is that since you were young, since you were a child, you know, uh, a lot of people use that to, to describe that that way. Too big for your britches. How many times have we heard of that? Too big for your britches. That alludes to becoming so swollen with conceit that one's pants are no, will no longer fit. It first appeared in print in an account of Colonel Crockett's tour to the north and down east, 1835, written by Davy Crockett. Crockett writes, I myself was one of the first to fire a gun under Andrew Jackson. I helped to give him all his glory, but I liked him well once. But when a man gets too big for his britches, I say goodbye. In other words, that's the man is very conceited, is very full of himself, as, as in other words, as other people say. Hotter than Hades. Whenever you hear somebody say that, or the other word, that means considering that Hades was a Greek underworld, it stands to reason that the term comes from equating 
hell with hotness. Southerners probably replaced the word hell with Hades to avoid cussing. And that is probably the way that that went. But anytime anybody says that, that means it's extremely hot outside. Hog wild. When you hear somebody say something's hog wild, according to the American Heritage Dictionary, it means to become crazy with excitement. As in the crowd went hog wild as soon as the, the band began to play. Why this expression should allude to the craziness of hogs is no longer known. It's a colloquial from 19th century. From the 1900s, excuse me. Ah, here's a good one. Playing possum. Originated from the behavior of the Virginia possum, which feigns death when threatened. In other words, it plays dead, okay? First documented 1822 as the feigned death to remain quiet and still to escape attention or remain undetected, to lay low. Later it took on a less dramatic connotation, meaning to feign sleep or illness. Today it has mostly come to mean the dissemble or to feign ignorance, to disguise or conceal something in order to deceive, that is to play possible. Whenever you hear that term, a lot of times people will be telling somebody to stop what they're doing, you know. If somebody if somebody evil is around, play possum, lay down. Don't let them know you're, you're, let them think you're dead, okay? My mother used this a lot. Deader than a doornail, utterly and completely dead, either literally or figuratively. This phrase could come from a standard term in carpentry. If you hammer a nail through a piece of timber and then flatten the head over in on the inside so it can't be removed, a technique called clinching, the nail is said to be dead because you can use it again. Because you can't use it again, I'm sorry, you can't use it again. Door nails were very, were very probably, would very probably have been subjected to this treatment to give extra strength in the years before screws were available. So they were dead because they'd been clinched. And they can't be removed. Okay. Plum tuckered out. Here's one that I've used several times. The actual der derivation of this phrase is quite prosaic. Tucker is a colloquial New England word coined in the early 19th century meaning to hire or to become weary. To, excuse me, to tire or become weary. Tuckered out is just straightforward use of that. 
plum is just an intensifier. In other words, to be extremely or abnormally tired, usually due to physical exertion or activity. Plum tuckered out. If you're running or if you've been running for a while and you get home and someone says, well, are you okay? No, I'm plum tuckered out. Can't go any further. So, that's going to be it for this one. And as usual, let's get her done.